Hello guys, welcome back to the horse girl. Hi, holy cow. It has been, it's been a while. I just got on and looked at when my last episode was and it was done August 1st. So it's been a minute. It is October 10th today. It's 1010 today as I am sitting here recording this. So it has definitely been a long time and I apologize for that as I say, pretty much every video and podcast episode anymore, like, oh, sorry, it's been a while. Look, as a horse owner, business owner, employee, um, landowner, like, you know what, it's just probably going to be that way forever. So I, I apologize in advance that my consistency just isn't, um, isn't there. But I'm consistent in every other area of my life. It's just like the content creating. It just kind of has to come when I have time. And I really enjoy doing it. But there's just, it's just got to come when it comes. So anyway, I'm actually here at work today. And I'm on my afternoon break and was like, you know, why don't I just do this on my phone? So sorry if the um, sound is a little bit different or is not as good. I'm literally just talking to my phone right now and figured this, this is just the time I have to do it. So why not just do it like this? So let me know if you guys think it's better or worse. Um, I did actually buy like a a headphone mic set, like, like it's just the over the ear headphones and it has a mic on it and I bought it at five below. So it was like, it was like six bucks or something. So I have no idea how good a quality it is and I haven't used it yet, but we'll, we'll see how this sounds and we'll go from there. But yeah, so my new job, I work at a horse barn again and after my morning like chores and stuff, I have like two or three hours to kill usually before horses need to come in again. So I'm just chilling in my truck and figured I could chat with you guys a little bit. So what's been going on? Why have I not been as consistent as I'd like? Well, I don't even think I was consistent before August, but I managed to get something up in August. But ever since then, um, really my business and like just focusing on my lesson kids and all of that stuff has been absorbing my time. Starting a new job has been absorbing my time. Um, I, I got another horse for sure trying to think if there's been any others. Um, my lesson kids both each got a horse. So I have Maggie and Molly currently at my house. And if you've been watching the vlogs, you've seen those and they're both doing really good. Um, my lesson girl who rides Maggie, she is coming along. She's learning. She's really, really been into horses like this later summer um she does a lot of sports and stuff so it's hard for her to like make time for everything but this later summer into the fall she has been really really focused on the horses and stuff and they ended up getting a horse a couple months ago and maggie is a seven-year-old tennessee walker she is a pretty good horse. Uh, we really don't know a whole lot about her, which is the problem or about her past. So I know she was old, owned by some old gentleman and she was broke out, but like, I don't know that they actually rode her a whole lot. She is very, she's very pushy. She's very in your face, in your space, wants to go. Um, she gets very bored. So 
I work with her about twice a week for the owners and I ride her or I'll do groundwork with her. Lately, I've been taking her back down to groundwork, but um, her her young owner has been doing a lesson here or there on her. <coughs> oh, goodness. Excuse me. Um, she's been doing some lessons on her, but I really tried to take her back down to the basics because she does need that foundational work um, just kind of restarted. So, so we have her. Um, she's just in the program right now being worked a couple days a week. And I notice she's a horse that gets really bored, um, when she's not being worked consistently. And I think that contributes to more of her problems and her pushiness and her edginess and just, she just needs a good handle on her. So the more that she gets worked, I notice the better she is. So it's been good for her to get worked two or three times a week. And then um, Molly is, I don't know if you want to call her a rescue of sorts. They bought her uh, from like a feedlot type place. And she is a paint, I would probably say just like your quarter type paint mare. Um, she is a bit older. She's probably in the 23, 24 year old range. And um I have been putting a few rides on her. She's really only just here for the month because they do have property and a horse at home, but they just kind of wanted me to ride her, do a little refreshing on her, and then have my lesson kid take some lessons on her before they go home. So she's really sweet, super gentle. Um, she's super lazy. She really doesn't like to work. I have to kick the crap out of her just to get her to go anywhere, but she's doing good. So, um, and then I got Red. So I don't know if I've talked about Red since I got him, but um, I got Red, oh gosh, August, like mid-August, mid or late August, I got him, and he is an AQHJ Stallion. So I kind of came across him by chance on Facebook. He was posted on Facebook, and I had been kind of considering in the future, like getting a stud and maybe raising a few colts. Um, but you know, it, it was kind of one of those things, like if it comes along, it comes along. I'm not like hunting it down or like wanting to do anything right now, but I came across red on Facebook and he was also in a feedlot auction type facility. And I follow their page and he kind of came across my feed and he looked so bad. He's in awful condition. Um, He's only 19 years old, but he's AQHA. He is cowbred, goes back to smart little Lena, and um, has really good ranch horse lines. So the reason he looks so bad is kind of still a mystery. I've gotten him home. He has been switched onto alfalfa hay, and he gets a beet pulp mash at night. So we're kind of working to put the weight back on. Um, his feet are still way overgrown. I need to get them trimmed. And then um, he got, just got his teeth done. So working towards getting him in shape. He's pretty shy. Um, I'm not sure that he's really been handled a whole lot in his life. Uh, he does lead and he is very sweet and, you know, hasn't tried to hurt a fly since he's been home. But he is 
timid, a little shy, and doesn't really act like he knows much. The auction place did try to ride him and basically he just stood there like had no idea what he was supposed to do so i don't think that he's broke he most likely has just been a pasture stud his whole life so so far he is neighbors with chance and they get along good and he really hasn't heard anything hasn't bothered anything um he's very sweet and i like him he just we just need to get him in shape and i need to trim his feet and really, that's about it. I'm just kind of waiting for him to gain weight. And now that it's getting chillier outside, I'm really trying to like push the hay and push, you know, the calories. I'm probably going to start mixing in some supplements or something with his beet pulp. But yeah, I got him kind of because of the rescue situation. I was like, well, if I can help an AQH stud that's obviously in terrible condition and is likely not going to get bailed out, then why wouldn't I jump on that chance? And if I end up raising a few colts out of him down the line, like even better. So it's kind of a win-win situation for us both. And he can live here happy and healthy, you know, for the rest of his life, which like I said, he's 19. So it's like five or six years, maybe. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I got him and he's been good so far. So this last week, this last week, I have just been like run ragged. So I've been struggling a little bit with just kind of fatigue, not burnout by any means. I'm definitely not burnt out because I know, I know what it's like to be burnt out. Um, I've worked retail and I've worked, you know, production and stuff like that. And it's definitely never been like burnout situation but just tired just fatigued like I've just been running around for days on end every day has been full and this last week was really tough so on Friday well for one my work schedule got switched around so I had to work Wednesday Thursday and then Friday I went with one of my boarders to get another horse so she had she got she has three on my property now and she got this other horse. And so we had to drive like all day. It was like six hour round trip to get this horse for her. So that was a long day. I get tired when I'm driving. Like when we're going on these road trips, I am t so tired when I get back and we had to go pretty much six hours to get Maggie and then, oh, probably seven or eight to get Molly. So I've done a lot of hauling trips lately and those are just really exhausting. And so if you have somebody to go on those with you that you can switch off driving with, that is so nice. Um, but we went to go get this horse on Friday. So that was a, a full day of hauling round trip. And then I have been working on can koozies. So there was this local parade coming up and I really wanted to be in the parade again this year. It's a huge advertising opportunity for me. So I went in the local parade, but I have been just working on these can koozies every single night. So I ordered on Amazon like a hundred can koozies and I wanted can koozies because I wanted something cheap. For one, candy is expensive these days. What is with that? Like 10 bucks for a bag of candy. It's just like, holy cow, dude. So I usually... And pretty stingy on candy or I'll just try to throw something else but I wanted something to throw to kids 
And something that would appeal to the parents of said kids because obviously kids can't come to riding lessons without their parents. So I needed something to appeal to the parents. And I was like, I could throw can koozies because like they're pretty cheap. I think I got on Amazon and paid like 20 bucks for a hundred of them. And so I use my little Cricut maker and I have to cut out every single logo. I have to cut out everything I put on the back. Like I put on the back like lessons, boarding, training, and my email. So they have like contact info. So I was like up every single night working on these can koozies and, and ironing the things on and cutting them out. And ugh, it was just such a project. So in between work and like Friday after I get home from hauling this horse, I'm like staying up late. Actually, I stayed up really late Friday because the parade was Saturday. So Friday, I stay up to like 11 o'clock to try to finish these can koozies and get them done so that they all be ready for the parade the next day. And then Saturday comes around and I have to work. So I come to work in the morning. And like I said, I have like a break during the middle of the day. So after I'm done at work at like 11.30 noon, I go right back home and the parade's at two o'clock. So I got to get everything ready, get everything rounded up, get the horses ready. And then we have to go line up for the parade at like 1.30. So we go, go do the parade and we get done with the parade and we get home and the horses unloaded. It's like four o'clock. So then I have to go back to work. So I get to work like 4.30 or 4.45 or something to, you know, bring horses in and stuff. And so I don't get home till, I don't know, 6.30. And then I got to do my chores at home. So like that is, that was like a long day in itself, right? I'm like exhausted by Saturday evening. And then Sunday we had a horse show. So I spent a 12 hour day on Sunday at a horse show with the lesson kids and it's like hot and just, it actually was cold in the morning. So it was like chilly and cold in the morning. And then in the middle of the day, it's hot. And there was, guys, there was like 75 kids at this horse show. So the horse shows around here, like these local shows, they're pretty small. Um, you know, just like the local clubs and stuff. But this one... I, I swear kids came from all around. There were so many kids. I don't think we left the horse show till probably five o'clock. And then a couple of my lesson parents are super nice and they always like take me out to dinner and stuff. So we went and grabbed dinner. And then by the time I got home, it was like seven. So we did chores. They helped with chores, which is also very nice. So I didn't get inside until about 7.30 and I literally went to bed, passed out. And I did not wake up until the next morning to then go to work again. So I slept a good like 11 hours. So then it's Monday, right? So I go to work again in the morning and then in the afternoon, I have a vet appointment and this is yesterday. So yesterday at the vet appointment, we got a bunch of teeth done. We got um, Maggie's teeth done, Molly's teeth done, Red's teeth done. And then I got blood work done on Chance. And I got Blue's eye looked at. So, um, gosh, which horse am I thinking of? Maggie. 
Um, I thought it would be just a good idea for them to get her teeth done because she is seven years old and we don't know if she's ever had her teeth done. So I was like, if she's never had them done, it would be good to just get them checked out. And if, if he needs to touch them up, he can. And so he did Maggie's teeth and she actually had two little tiny baby wolf teeth coming in on the top of her mouth, which I'm trying to find them. Um, yeah, she had them coming in on the top, which I'm not really familiar with. I've always seen wolf teeth come in on the bottom, but not the top. So she had these two teeny tiny teeth. They look like smaller than human teeth coming in on the top. And I'm glad we got it done because she actually chomps on the bitch on the, oh my God, did I just say chomp on the bitch? (laughs) She chomps on the bit a lot. Um, and she braces against the bit a lot. So we've been working through that with our, our riding and stuff. But um, I'm glad we got it done because that makes a lot of sense as to why she would be chomping on the bit so much. And try, she's probably trying to fiddle around with it in her mouth and get it off of those teeth. So we'll see how she rides now that she's gotten them pulled out. And if that makes her mouth more comfortable. She also was really stiff turning to the right she would never give and bend to the right and like steering her when I when you direct rein she just kind of resists turning to the right so I don't wonder if that had something to do with it because um I guess the one on the right was bigger than the one that was coming in on the left so hopefully that will make her more comfortable and maybe figure out some of the reasons why she she is so um hard on the bit she's just very hard mouthed so we'll see i'll let you guys know in a vlog or whatever i don't i'll let you know somewhere if that helps and then molly molly i wanted to get done for sure because she has like a big lump on the side of her face like it looks like she just like has a baseball in the side of her face not quite that big but you know what i mean like right there where her teeth lay there's always just this big lump on the side of her face so I was like well if she has a bad tooth or is abscessed or something in there we need to get that taken care of right away so she got her teeth done and luckily it was no big deal she actually is missing a tooth on that side she has just one that's gone so when she eats hay she like packs it into her cheek it just gets all like crammed up in there so there's this lump on the side of her mouth but it's literally just food stuck up in her teeth so that was relieving um of course it's not not near as bad as having a a broken tooth or an infected tooth so that was a relief and then we also wanted to get her looked at because she had she had a whole bunch of like sores under her tail and I showed this in my last video I think but she had just like a bunch of red like open scabby sores under her tail around her lady bits and stuff so I was like I've never seen anything like that so we better have the vet look at it and basically (laughs) I was doing some research and Actually, somebody commented on um, one of my YouTube videos and was like, it looks like it could be melanoma or something. So I started Googling it and melanoma is like most commonly found under the tail and whatever. And I'm like, okay, great. So the vet actually agreed that it is probably some sort of skin cancer. 
there's a couple of different kinds. I don't remember what he was calling the one, like centricell or something, or melanoma or, you know, sarcoids or something. So that's interesting. I also kind of wondered, like, if she does have some skin issues because she's a paint. So, like, the line where the white meets her brown spots is, like, raised. So her white areas are raised and, like, her brown areas are flat. So, like, so like there's a, there's a difference in, in her white versus brown areas. Like, I don't even know how to describe it, but you can tell where this fine line is and the skin is like a little more puffy and raised compared to the brown areas and then she's got like some wrinkling on her skin on her neck so yeah he was kind of just just analyzing all of that and he said that she most likely has sensitivity to the sun and the light so probably next summer it's going to be best for them to have a sheet on her during like the really strong sun hours and then her rear end, honestly, by the looks of her teeth, like I said, she's in the 23, four-year-old range. So he's like, to get those sores off, basically, the only way to do it is to laser them off. And at her age and her condition, like, it's probably not even worth doing it. And it's not causing her any problems so far. Like, she goes to the bathroom perfectly fine. It's not you know, inflicting her daily life and she's been riding fine. So he's like, if it's not causing her problems or issues, then like it's, you'd probably just better off leaving it be and just using her and, and caring for her the way that she is. So probably nothing much is going to come of that unless her parents decide to do something. But, um, yeah, and then Red got his teeth done, and he was actually pretty good for it. He was a little jumpy getting the sedation shot, so he put the needle in, and he kind of jumped back. Uh, but once it was in and he gave him the shot, he was fine. So he got kind of loopy, and we did his teeth. And his teeth were not horrible, but he did say he's very short-toothed, so his teeth are not growing very well. Um, and he was sharp on one side, so they filed that down. And then his incisors, which are the front teeth that do, like, the ripping and stuff of the grass, were all uneven. So he evened them back out. So nothing, like, too alarming in his mouth. So I'm hoping that, like, I don't know. I, I thought maybe that his condition was so bad if he had never had his teeth done in his life and he's 19 years old. But his teeth, like, I guess they weren't, you know, too horrible. So I don't know if that's really a contributor or not. But at least they're done and out of the way and I don't have to worry about that anymore. And he did get them touched up. So hopefully his mouth is more comfortable and he can eat more efficient. So we got that done. Um, Blue got her eye looked at. So... If you guys know Blue, she's the little um, POA pony type thing that I got this spring. And she is blind in one of her eyes. And so the vet was out and I was like, why don't I just get an opinion on it? Because sometimes if it's glaucoma or if it's like uveitis and it's sensitive to the light and whatever, like maybe it would be best for her to have it taken out. So since he was out, I just had him look at it and he just looked at it really quick 
And he, he said he assumes that it went blind because of some sort of trauma. And the previous owners didn't know how it went blind. I guess she was being boarded when it happened and nobody really said anything. So they're not positive as to what happened to make her go blind in that eye. And so I never really knew what the condition of it was. Well, he said that it was most likely some sort of trauma, whether she hit it on something or injured it somehow. And that's why it's kind of sunk in because the eye tends to shrivel when, you know, trauma happens like that. So he stuck a light in it. You know, he kind of put his hand up to her to see if she had any reaction and she really didn't. So that kind of confirms to me that she doesn't have any sight in the eye at all, whether it's like shadows or light or anything like she was totally unaffected by all of it. So I'm going to go with she's completely blind in that eye and does not see any like shadows or light. But uh, he wasn't concerned about it. He's like, it looks healthy. It doesn't it's not like producing any discharge or anything like that. So unless it does start to give her problems, I don't see any reason to take it out. So that's good news. I'm glad that like, you know, I don't have to worry about it being taken out anytime soon unless it starts to give her problems. But I just wanted an opinion on it because I don't really know a lot about eyes and stuff. So the last thing I got done was blood work on Chance. So um, I've owned Chance one year this month. So I, I don't know if you guys remember or if you guys were around when I rescued Chance, but Actually, I think you would have been because I think I started this podcast in August last year. So this podcast is just about a year old. Um, and I got Chance last October. So Chance was the four-month-old cult that I got from a neglect case um, from a girl that that rescued the whole group and had to place these horses in homes. So he did come from a neglect case. There was like charges pressed against the people and whatever. He he was in a group of like 13 horses. So he was basically starved. He was completely skin and bones when I got him as a four month old baby. So I took him in and then, you know, he's done really well with me. There doesn't appear to be anything like wrong with him. But he is very small still. Uh, he has gotten taller a little bit. But overall, like, you would never guess that he is now over a year old. So he's very, very small still. And he, his biggest thing, like, my biggest concern with him is that he's not putting on muscle. Like, he's very still bony and ribby. And I told the vet... I was like, I've had him a year now, so I know that he's at least a year old. I mean, if he was a suckling or a newborn when I got him, I mean, I guess he, it's possible he could have been. But they told me he was a July baby. And so hopefully that was correct. Um, but, you know, there's no real way to know. But I do know that he is, in fact, a year old. So... Um, we have another yearling on the property that's like twice his size. So, I mean, I know that he is way smaller than he should be. And so I just really wanted something done about it because he's been in his own pen all summer long, you know, except for a couple of times I had to put, you know, him in with some others to fix his pen up or whatever, but he's been eating by himself almost exclusively all year. 
So he eats in his own pen. He gets solid alfalfa hay. And he gets two flakes in the morning, two flakes at night, the same as the large horses do. So he's eating just as much as the large horses are. So he gets his alfalfa morning and night, and he gets a beet pulp mash at night. Um, he's got his, like, mineral blocks and stuff, free access to him. He eats well. He drinks well. Um, like, there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with him, just the fact that he won't build any muscle. So... I really wanted to get some blood work done on him just to make sure like his vitals are functioning or, you know, if he comes back and is super deficient in some sort of mineral or is, you know, unbalanced that way, I can address it. But at this point in his life, at only a year old, I know, you know, his condition at the beginning of his life really probably stunted him, but... At this point, I shouldn't have to be dumping grain into him to just to get him to hold any weight. So that's that's the main reason I wanted some blood work done on him. And the vet did say that with the blood sample, he can kind of check to make sure all of his organs are working. And if he possibly has a stunted organ, that's not like producing like it should. So... I'm I'm really excited to hear back from what he has to say from that analysis and if there's anything that I can do better or get chance better, um, I obviously want to do it. But yeah, so I'll wait to hear from him on that and see what he has to say. But yeah, I just want the little guy to put some muscle on. He's just, he's such a small fry still. And I'm worried that like, he'll be that way forever, you know, and I don't want him to be completely stunted his whole life, you know, and just and be like a pony size. So we'll see what happens. I also like his manhood doesn't seem to have been coming in like at all. So he did check and he thinks he can feel one testicle there. But if by chance he is cryptorchid, like I'll probably have to take him to the vet's office to be monitored, you know, for when I geld him. But I'd like, he's really should be gelded normally. He should be gelded in the springtime when he's about a year and a half old. Um, and I don't know if it would be better for him to like keep his hormones a little longer to try to catch up. I'll have to ask him like when that time comes, but but yeah, so a little chancer. He's he's just a little guy, but hopefully I can get him on track. He's been getting his feet done and he's been doing really good with that. So yeah, he's like at the age that I want to start hauling him around to the shows and start taking him places and stuff. But like he just looks so bad still that I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't want you standing at my trailer looking at like that. So, yeah, just trying to figure out what's going on with him and uh, go from there. But that's that's been my week. It's been a busy, busy week. And I'm just, I was like, I was hoping it was going to slow down in the fall. But really, it just seems to have gotten busier. So, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, gosh. I've talked for 31 minutes now and I don't know what else to say, but I hope you guys have had a fabulous summer. Hope you guys have gone to a lot of shows, gotten a lot of trail riding in. I am, I have my eye on one more endurance ride 
that I hope I'll be able to make at the end of the month. But my sister-in-law's like bridal shower is the same day, of course. I've had this this event planned all summer and then it's like, oh my I've got an event that day now for something else. So I'm not sure yet, but I really would like to try to go to the one at the end of this month. And then I'll at least have gone to like three different endurance events this year. But yeah, we've just been doing so many like little local shows. And um, we did a couple ranch and pleasure shows. And then we've done the little speed shows and stuff. But yeah, Sugar and BB, they're working for a living. That's for sure. Um, Paying the hay bill. But hay is just absolutely ridiculous this year because we've just had such a drought here that nobody really had good crops all year. So, like, hay is so expensive and nobody has, like, round bales for sale, which is primarily what I feed through the winter is round bales because why, like, get up in the freezing cold every morning and every night to... <laughs> to throw hay when you can feed round bales it's also better for the horses to like be able to graze throughout the day and stuff like that but um nobody has any for sale they're or if they are for sale they're like 180 dollars or something which is way higher than they normally are here i generally pay like 60 to 75 dollars for a round bale and this year they're like 175 dollars so it's kind of crazy and the economy sucks, but I've gotten, I think I have six round bills at home right now, seven, something like that. But I mean, I'm definitely going to go through more than that. I do have a guy that, um, I buy big squares from. So if he has those available, then I'll, I'll get some big squares from him, but they're not as heavy. They're not as big and they, they don't last as long, obviously. So, and if I portion feed them like by the flake, then they, they really go quick. I have, if one of them will last me like a week, so they go pretty fast, but, um, Molly, I don't think will be there over the winter and Maggie, I'm not sure. Um, she might be, she might not be, um, they might take her home before then, but, um, yeah, we'll just have to see how this winter goes. And I've really, really been refraining from buying any project horses. Like I have a few that keep coming up on my feed that are for sale that I really have eyeballed, but I'm like, dude, I need to not, I need to not buy any more projects. I need to just leave all the horse groups so I don't even see them, but I need to just not buy any for one I need to get Hazel in gear she needs to be my focus next year and Chance you know if Chance is healthy and stuff taking him places and getting him going he'll be two next July so really doing stuff with him and I just don't need another one for the winter to feed so I've just been refraining but they're so cheap right now everybody's like wanting to just offload their horses before winter because they don't want to feed them either. So I'm like, oh, they're all so cheap right now. And I just want to, I just want to scoop them up, but I don't need to, I don't need to scoop them up. So, so yeah, that's typical project horse buyer dilemma there. But yeah, so that's kind of been my life lately. I'm sure I'm leaving some stuff out and forgetting about some things, but I'm working at a horse barn again 
and so far I really like it here. The borders seem pretty nice, and you know, I get this big long break during the day, so I can actually go home during, you know, my three, four hours of doing nothing. I can go home if I want, and that's kind of given me an opportunity to work with the projects and worked with the the trainee horses and get some other errands and stuff done. If I need to go get hay, I can go get hay in the middle of the day and I just have to come back to turn the horses in at night. But obviously that's twice the amount of gas for a day, but there is that flexibility if I need to go get things done. Um, so yeah, all the horses are, are pretty good here. We have a couple that I'm not a super fan of, but yeah, so far so good. Um, anyway, I don't know that I have a whole lot else to talk about and I don't want to sit here and bore you guys to death and not know what to say. So thank you guys for listening. I'm, I'm really glad I could chat with you guys for a little while today. So anyway, happy fall. Hope you guys are not, you know, falling into seasonal depression like me, but anyway, Fall's not too bad as long as it's it's a nice out and productive, but it is dark now when I get up in the morning and I'm not a fan of that at all. But happy fall. Um I hope it's a long one and yeah, I'll catch up with you guys in the next podcast. I don't know when that'll be, hopefully soon, but thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Check out the YouTube videos if you haven't already. And I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys in the next next podcast. Bye.